You're listening to the Caramel Apples Podcast, an apple snack that dials up thoughtful, heartwarming nostalgia of all things straight and retro in the golden era of pop culture and beyond with your hosts, Kennedy Rizzo and Cooper Lee. in the orchard yeah yes we must continue on with the cat saga <laughs> yes we have been enjoying each week so far our caramel cat talks so there's never a shortage of of things to discuss is it coop <laughs> no no it's a plethora of uh stories and different cats fictional or whatever that you know definitely made their mark back in the day so it would be fun to continue on Yes, much to our kitty's delight. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, this is an ode to the road apples, our bad cats. <laughs> oh my goodness. I think bad is truly putting it lightly. <laughs> yes, and where are your fat marbles right now? Um. Well, my boy, he's sitting probably about four feet from me. Oh, um, so sorry, so sorry. Yes, and my girl, she's out there eating some food. <laughs> But I'm about ready to pull my hair out with him because he is so needy. He is really, truly a cling bot. Oh. And, like, it doesn't matter. Like, if I, he wants to be where I am all the time. <laughs> so even if he's outside, he's gotten on this where he's constantly talking. Like, he's constantly meowing. <laughs> and we can only pity the neighbors because no doubt they're probably like, shut that cat up or let them <laughs> in. You know, let them in. But I'm seriously uh, thinking about getting a muzzle. Oh. I'm thinking about a muzzle for him because he won't stop and he's fine. He's just, oh, he's just so needy. Oh, it's probably cabin fever. He's probably ready for the weather to break so he can go out and chase the little rodents and bugs and butterflies. Oh, my goodness. Yes, and then I'll pity them. <laughs> That's right. You're like, okay, come inside. <laughs> Well, How about your a, bad little girl? Oh, he's far different than Cuz. Cuz doesn't talk much. She just stares. <laughs> She's a little creeper. I don't know. It's like, you know, <laughs> you'll be going around the house doing whatever, cleaning, you know, and all of a sudden she's just there. <laughs> she's staring at you and like, look into my eyes so that I can yes. hypnotize you. <laughs> yes. She's like, you know what I want. Yes, which is always more food. <laughs> yes, maybe some snuggles. You know, she's mm. she's she's such a ball of fur. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're just talking about all of our fears and anxieties that our cats bring on us, and we're still going to talk about some cute retro entries. <laughs> okay, so what do we have this week? We've got a we've got a nice list here. We got four more we're going to discuss. So who you want to go and do first, Coop? Well, you know, I was thinking along the lines of Asriel. <laughs> Everybody knows Asriel. And I think Asriel was quite a topic on his own. Yeah. Because he was, hey, get away. No, no, no. No, sorry. 
Speaking of which, <laughs> kitty interruption, kitty interruption, kitty, kitty, kitty. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. So anyway, Azriel, um, kind of had it out for the Smurfs himself. He did. <laughs> And I think he gave Gargamel a run for his money because, you know, he was like, I'm the one in charge. But Azriel at the same time was like, well, I can handle my biz. <laughs> and they're more on my side. And he was very chatty. He was a chatty cat. I was going to say that. Yeah, you probably <laughs> like this. He's oddly familiar. <laughs> he was cute and ornery. Yes. But, yes. um... Yeah, he, he definitely made his mark in the cartoon himself. So it wasn't like he was just some side character you didn't even really think about. Like, he mm-hmm. definitely was important to the storyline. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and it's funny because, you know, I think, was it last week we spoke about Mad Cat for the, yes. Dr. Claw? Yes. And now we have Gargamel and Azrael. <laughs> what is it with these baddie guys, you know, that... <laughs> that have these rotten kitties yeah they like take on these awful meatballs you know and <laughs> and and then the little meatball with fur you know it's like I look up to you I want to be just like you when I grow up <laughs> so awful <laughs> yeah but Azriel was that he was a uh, he was fun to watch you know he was definitely part of the uh, Saturday morning cartoon lineup yeah yes staple correct me if i'm wrong because it's been a while since i've seen Azrael. did he have like a hoop in his ear or did he have a hole in his ear i can't remember or maybe a nick yes there was something specific about his ear yeah i think it was a nick okay so it's like it tells you a little bit about his attitude he was a he was a little scruffer right or not a scruffer a scrapper that's what he he's a scrapper Oh my goodness. So good. That's good memories right there. And, you know, the Smurfs was huge in the 80s. So, like, I mean, weekly, you know, you could see probably a number of his crazy antics. But yes, yes. Silly antics. We're absorbing it. That's the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now it's next on our list. Let's go to um, the Pound Purries. The Pound Purries. Yeah. Yeah, we liked them because, you know, like, I mean, they they were a spinoff of the Pound Puppies. Right, right. Which was really big in the 80s and stuff. The Pound Puppies were pretty daggone cute. but They um, were. We wanted one, of course. We wanted some Pound Puppies. Yeah, I think at the time, I think, like, back when fast food places were, you know, affiliated with some of the cartoons, movies, shows, whatever going on at the time. I think that Wendy's or somebody had like little, little knockoff, like little imitation pound. They were they were actually pound puppies. Ah, I think I vaguely remember that. Yes. Yeah, and you could get them through that. Like they would come with your happy meal or your fun meal. Yes. And you know that was good enough for us. You know we didn't have money and stuff, so like we always were like, hey, if you give us, you know, give us the um. <laughs> budget version of anything <laughs> we'll gladly take it yeah we were good with that too they were cute you could squeeze on them so that worked <laughs> um, so that was the only way we actually got our pound puppies yes because they were you know we didn't have money and they were quite pricey at the time you know like toys were 
probably far more budget friendly then than they are now and better made but oh absolutely uh, and I think um I think they kind of entered the scene like mid 80s wasn't it about like 84 85 somewhere in there I think you're right yes and as you said the pound puris came along because mm-hmm. obviously the marketing people they realized okay there's dog lovers and there's cat lovers we can really cash in on this so you know here come the pound puris and I believe that you could, you could, I can't remember if you ordered them or if you could just go and pick one up at the store. But after you did that, there was a way for you to get like, you could name them and you could get like, uh, um, like collars for them and stuff. Of course, that cost extra money. It did. It had, yes. But yes. they would send you the stuff, which made kids feel very special when you had stuff coming in the mail, right? <laughs> so we didn't get to actually partake of that I mean it would have been really cool and of course that was something we wanted really badly (laughs) again (laughs) again we were denied again so but that was really cool what a cool experience for kids you know it's teaching them responsibility you know because you know whether they had real life animals in their house or not you know you got these toys that you could actually try to take care of like they were a real live animal they would give you some life lessons you know so maybe when you were bestowed an actual pet <laughs> yeah you, you might have got some experience dealing with it just because as a kid you know it's a little low core at the time but it was something it was, and and that was kind of big back then, adopting things, getting yeah. papers, accessories, or whatever, and the pound mm-hmm. curries was part of that conglomerate. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. The business model, even for toys and cartoons, was just more streamlined, even though it was back then than now. Like, I don't know. Now, I don't think kids even care or really are into that stuff. I think you're right, because I think kids, when we were children we're children and and yeah. then you think even back beyond us kids were really kids back then I think mm-hmm. we were even different in our generation than our parents generation you know oh. they were still like please sir you know like for us you know it wasn't really so much of that but we were still very much children yeah, yeah know, we still played with Barbies and stuff I miss that I know I yeah. know I think you said now, it well children are children mm-hmm. yeah because kids now they're pretty much just short adults. That's all they are. <laughs> They're pretty much running their own lives. You know, the parents still have a big say in it. Yeah, they yeah. they want cell phones and they have access to social media. And I'll tell you, like, that's actually, I've heard stories, horror stories, where kids are just, they lose their minds because they can't be a little adults. Like, they let them, <sighs> I mean, they could demand it and they just kind of give in or whatever, but. Yeah, bring yeah. back the pound purries. Bring them back, yes. Let kids <laughs> be kids again. <laughs> that would be nice. But they were pretty cute, and they had their little crate, like the little, when you bought them. Yeah. They'd have the crate where, you know, it almost looked like a toolbox. You know, you could just put your hand through the top of it and carry them around. It was almost like their little carrier. Yes. And you could totally. take them with you if you went on a trip or something, put them in the car, and you had your little pet, your little friend with you. It was kind of cute. Oh, they thought of everything. <laughs> they did. And, oh, let's go back to 1985. <laughs> now. Yes. Right now. We would not deny wanting to be there. <laughs> we couldn't hide it. <laughs> yes. And no, we never did get them. <laughs> Just the little kid meal one. The dogs. <laughs> right. right. 
we were deprived for us you know (laughs) speaking of like something that's pretty much imaginary because we didn't get them that brings us to another topic would be like calvin and Hobbes. okay yes i just had to put the bubble out so (laughs) (laughs) so now i'm free (laughs) oh nice enjoy that freedom for now i sure will (laughs) so as far as calvin and Hobbes goes I guess, from my vague recollection, I guess I kind of always thought that he was, like, imaginary. I thought that Hobbes was imaginary. But I'm not 100% sure on that. So that might be one for the Orchard Archivers. Oh, okay. All Um, right. But he was very much real in the comic strip, right? Like, he, (laughs) if you saw Calvin, you saw Hobbes. Okay. <laughs> and I think he convinced him to do a lot of things he probably shouldn't do. You know, he's probably an honorary little boy anyway. <laughs> and then Hobbes comes along. And if he is from his imagination, obviously Hobbes is going to be like, yeah, this is what we need to do. And Calvin's going to be like, okay, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> but he was always such a cute little drawing. Hobbes, he was adorable with his little dot eyes. <laughs> and I think he was a tiger, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was. Yeah. So my hubby, he was big on this. He he really liked Calvin and Hobbes, but he's like, I'm getting old and I can't really remember everything. So <laughs> poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't give me a whole lot. He could remember everything. But I think he did show up like in the in the mid eighties and um I think he got a super huge surge into the nineties. Cause you know, we were coming of age. We were teenagers in the 90s and definitely there were like you could you could see Calvin and Hobbes t-shirts there's used to be a store called Spencer's Gifts oh yeah Spencer's <laughs> yeah and I believe they were major on carrying things Calvin and Hobbes so all this memorabilia you could get t-shirts you could get um bumper stickers for your car or like the the things you could put on your window like it took off. Calvin and Hobbes was huge. And it was, I think mainly Hobbes was the part that was really driving the story. Okay. All people. right. But I could be wrong. You know, it would not be the first time. <laughs> well, this is really cool to hear a little bit about it. Cause I mean, I, I'm familiar with the title Calvin and Hobbes. I've seen them in the paper back in the day. Yeah. I never read it. I wasn't super duper familiar with it. So like, I mean, what you're telling and sharing with me and the listeners, <laughs> pretty interesting. I really didn't have, I didn't have anything to go on with that. You know, and it's crazy because people listening may be like, she doesn't have a clue what she's talking about. <laughs> but my husband, he did say that, you know, he read the comic strips in the paper and he had, he had at least one book of Calvin and Hobbes, but um I can't remember if he said it was set up still like, you know, the comic strips or if it was like a book book. I, I can't remember what he said. Oh, okay. Um, so that would be interesting. But yes, they, that was major. And fortunately, they fit our parameters. Hobbes was a famous fictional cat. <laughs> <laughs> he probably still definitely has fans, you know, because... When you're into something, you're into it. So he's probably still got people who are like, yeah, I'm definitely into Calvin and Hobbes. 
Yeah, that's the cool thing about nostalgia. Yeah, for yeah. the true and tried fans right there. That's the best. <laughs> okay, so before we end this week, there's one more entry that we weren't super duper familiar with. <laughs> but we stumbled on this uh, on social media. Mm. And this was a little cute character called Henry's Cat. <laughs> and the music, the theme song is super duper clunky. Yeah. It is adorable. Like, I mean, <laughs> uh, just listening to the song will draw you in. <laughs> so, I mean, I was hooked. I was like, this is definitely something that we would have loved watching. Why have we not heard of it? And I wondered, and when you stumbled onto it, did you find, like, what what market it was in? Like, do you know who it was, you know, broadcast to? Because yeah. I don't think it was here. If it was, it was a short period of time, or we just really didn't know. Nope. Had to look it up. And it, the reason why we'd never heard of it was because it was British. Ah, okay. Yeah, so it was a British animated children's television series um, created by a guy named Stan Hayward and directed Mm -hmm. by Bob Godfrey. And it was about a little yellow feline (laughs) that had many friends and enemies and he would play his little adventures out. Um, So rotten. I know. And (laughs) every episode presented like, uh, narration and character voices by that director Bob Godfrey so like that was his little brainchild I think oh okay cool That's yeah cool. and it started in um, again in the UK September 12 1983 and aired for five series and 51 episodes collectively so yeah it, that's why we had never heard of it because it was like something we totally would have dug yes that. yeah so Henry's cat that we'd have been We'd have been rabid fans of this this cute cartoon because I mean I mean just the drawing of him he he had that cute little the little triangle under his nose the little mouth oh and he looks ornery like you know he just <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know we'd have to go to YouTube or something to check out and see if they got actual episodes that you could you could yeah. play and and watch that would be neat to see like what does he do you know what is his adventures yes i mean because now that we've been introduced we are about 30 years late but now that we've been introduced (laughs) (laughs) we should definitely make that a project at least to see one episode because like you said the music was adorable so yeah like what what does this encompass what does his day involve he's got his own theme song so he does and it's funny because like <laughs> just this past week you know we have we're trying to implement you know regular family game days so like um we get to be around our brother and sister-in-law yes and and our dada which you know like he he don't hear half the stuff we're saying so you know he's there <laughs> but you know but anyway we was talking about henry the cat henry's cat sorry and our brother, you know, he likes this kind of stuff. We talked about him last week with Heathcliff. Like, that's his jam. Yes, yes. And we're like, hey, you know, have you ever heard of this cartoon, Henry's Cat? And he was like, no. <laughs> so, you know, I had it downloaded on my phone and played it. And he went, Do you remember, he just started dancing. He was like, that's cute. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, whatever again. <laughs> yes. So we'll have to check with him later to see if he did his own little youtube search <laughs> <laughs> yeah because he was within those two to five seconds it sounded like he might have been a, a small time fan 
Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yes, so, insane. I don't know. I I'm enjoying our little caramel cat talks that we've been having. You know, we got one more week to go on that with some uh, retro nostalgia, as far as kitties are concerned. Yeah, all oh, this is an ode to our silly road apples. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> We had to go there. I mean, if our listeners didn't know this was coming, they they really should not be surprised that this has come. You know what I mean? That's right. That's we right. We talked I about mean, those rotten kitty cats for a minute now. Yes, and we value our legs. They will scratch our legs up if we don't do something <laughs> for them. So you have to pity us, listeners. I mean, these cats can be gruesome. <laughs> they can, you know, because I affectionately refer to mine as turkeys in fitty costumes. That's funny. <laughs> they're a little fursuits because I'm pretty sure there's a turkeys in there and they're a mess. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, join us again next week. We're going to be talking about bigger kitties. Yes, we're going to go there. Yeah. And we'll see what we come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for this week's apple snack but as you know there's always more where that came from so stay tuned subscribe review and spread the word see you next time in the retro orchard and thanks so much for listening